0: Welcome to the Straight Up Small Business Podcast. I'm Beck Buchanan, accountant turned bookkeeping business owner. I'm passionate about small businesses like yours, and I create this weekly podcast to support and inspire you to make the next best decision in your business journey. Hello and welcome to episode 98 of the Straight Up Small Business Podcast. Today's episode is going to be all about director's loans, what they are, who can have one, why they matter, what their implications are, and how to avoid them. But before I kick off, I would like to acknowledge the Arakwal people of the Bundjalung Nation, whose land I am on whilst recording this episode today. I pay my respects to their elders past, present, and emerging as the traditional owners of this land, and I am grateful to share this land as my home. Okay, so let's dive into director's loans. This episode is going to be geared towards business owners operating a company business structure, as this is the structure in which director's loans usually come about. Sole traders and partners in a general partnership are not and cannot be directors in their business structures. It's always good to understand the ins and outs of all business structures, though, no matter what your current structure is, so that you can make informed decisions in and about your business. So I hope everyone will benefit from tuning in today. I'll try and keep it brief and to the point. I will say a short disclaimer, though, that director's loans are a complicated area of tax and accounting, and I cannot and will not cover all that there is to know in this episode. I encourage you to speak with a tax accountant about any director's loan that you might have and how to manage it. My intention for recording this episode for everyone listening is to raise awareness of director's loans for business owners, because in my work as a bookkeeper, I have come to understand that there is a severe lack of understanding out there at times in the business world about director's loans or shareholder loans. And it can take business owners by surprise to learn that there are unfavorable tax consequences of owing your company money at the end of the financial year or when you submit your tax return. And I want to help educate on that topic. So let's go. Number one point I want to cover is what is a director's loan? So a director's loan arises as a result of a company's director taking money out of a company or the company paying expenses on behalf of the director or directors. Director's loan transactions are separate from directors being paid a salary or taking a dividend, which are the more official ways to take money out of a company. Some examples of how a director's loan can arise and ones that I see every day are directors taking cash out of the company bank account, directors paying for home renovations with the company bank account, directors buying clothes with their company credit card, directors buying Christmas presents with the company credit card, directors paying for their lunch and daily coffees on the company credit card, directors paying their personal tax bill from the company's bank account, A director going to an ATM and withdrawing money from the company bank account and not being able to provide a receipt or tax invoice to show what that cash was used for and so forth. I think you get the picture. Lots of personal stuff going on. If you're familiar with a company business structure, and please tune into my podcast episode number three on business structures if you're not, you will recall that a company has a separate legal existence from its owners. It follows that the owners of the company cannot treat the company's bank account as their own in the same way they can under a sole trader business structure. But if they do, say transacting in the personal examples that I mentioned just before, then those transactions need to be accounted for in the accounting records of the company in order to reconcile the company's bank account. And the place that those personal transactions are recorded is an account code called Director's Loan. If a director has taken money out of their company, then they have a director's loan owing to that company. But it's worth calling out that director's loans can go the other way as well. If a director puts money into their company in the form of a cash top-up to pay the company's bills or paying company expenses on their personal credit card, then the company will have a director's loan balance, but it will be owing to that director. So, I'm a prime example of that. When I first started my business, I wanted to buy a company vehicle because I was going to use that vehicle and I'm using that vehicle to visit clients and my team. But I didn't have enough money in my bank account from my business to buy that vehicle and I hadn't been in business long enough to get a loan for it under the company's name. So I transferred all of the money into my company's bank account to buy a vehicle in my company's name. And that's meant that my company has owed me a fair bit of money over the last few years, which is in a director's loan account, but it's in favor of me, not me owing the company, if that makes sense. So... It follows that a director's loan balance is the net ins and outs of directors putting money in and taking money out of a company since the company's inception. In order to avoid unfavorable tax treatment, the balance in the director's loan account should not be owing to the company at the end of the financial year or at the time the tax return for the company is lodged or due. But more on that in a minute. So the second point I want to cover is who can have a director's loan. As I mentioned earlier, it's company directors who generally have director's loans, not sole traders or partners in a general partnership. Other structures that have director's loans are trusts and corporate limited partnerships. But in this podcast, I'm going to focus on companies as they are the most relevant to my listeners and my clients. The third point I want to cover is why director's loans matter and why you need to be educated on them. Director's loans are significant, especially in the eyes of the Australian Taxation Office or the ATO, because such a loan, if it's in favour of a company, represents money that has been taken out of the company by a director or a shareholder tax-free. And as the ATO wants us to pay the right amount of tax every year, a director owing money to a company is going to attract special tax consequences, which I will explain shortly. But just to make sure this point is understood, think of these scenarios. When a working director takes a salary from their company, this is put through payroll like any other employee's salary or wage would be, and tax is withheld and super is calculated on this. This is a perfectly legal way to take money out of a company, your company. Same with a bonus. If the director pays himself a $50,000 bonus, for example, and puts it through payroll with tax and super on that bonus calculated, then this is a perfectly legal way to take money out of a company. If the company has made a profit and the director wants to distribute that profit to themselves and or to other shareholders and directors, then another way they can legally take money out of the company is via a normal dividend with a franking credit available. A franking credit being your share of tax paid by a company on the profits from which your dividends are paid. Now, contrast this to a director withdrawing, say, $10,000 from the company's bank account or using company money to buy themselves a new Prada handbag. These transactions are not through payroll and not paid as a normal dividend. And as you can see, no tax has been paid on those withdrawals that I've just exampled. And as you can imagine, I'm sure the ATO are not going to let you get away with that. Which leads me to my fourth point which is what are the implications of having a director's loan? In order to ensure that tax is paid on all money taken out of a company, Division 7A of the Income Tax Assessment Act 1936 came into existence. Now, I don't want to lose you here with going too much on about tax law, so I'll try and keep it simple, but know this. What's known as Division 7A works to ensure that payments or other benefits provided by a private company to a shareholder or their associate, which includes a director or their spouse or their child or relative, can be treated as a deemed dividend for income tax purposes. And it's just worth me calling out here because I've been throwing about the terms shareholder and director. I want to just let you know that not all directors are shareholders of a company. So it follows that a loan caught by Division 7A might be called a director's loan or a shareholder's loan, depending on the situation. But in the case of the small business owners that are my clients or the listeners of this podcast, directors are usually or often shareholders as well. And non-director shareholders probably don't have access to the purse strings of a company in order to take money from it. So director's loan as a title is what's most common in the small business world in the context of Division 7A that I see in my clients and from the listeners of this podcast. So just something I want to call out. Okay, so moving back to Division 7A, a Division 7A deemed dividend is generally unfranked. Now, unfranked dividends do not have a franking credit attached like a normal dividend, and this means that the whole amount of the dividend is taxed in the hands of the shareholder or the director without an accompanying tax credit. Now, the most effective way to distribute profits to shareholders is to pay the amount in the form of a normal dividend with a franking credit if available, and for the shareholder to report it as such in their assessable income with or without the franking credit. So in short, Division 7A deemed dividends are less tax effective for directors than normal dividends, and they're less tax effective because they are unfranked. Which brings me to my last point, how to avoid a director's loan Division 7A dividend. Division 7A dividends usually arise as a consequence of not keeping private expenses separate from company expenses and or simply not understanding the rules of the business structure that you're running. If you're running a company business structure, the company money is not yours, it's the company's. And to avoid being in an unfavorable directors loan situation, here's some tips. Don't pay for private expenses from a company account. Keep proper records for your company that record and explain all transactions. And listen to my episode from last week, which is all about this topic. If you do lend money to shareholders or their associates, make sure it's on the basis of a written agreement with terms to ensure it's treated as an official and complying loan and not of the Division 7A dividend variety. Or if you have taken money from the company, make sure you pay this loan back by the time the company's tax return is lodged or due for lodgement, whichever is earlier, and then you won't be in a director's loan deemed dividend situation. That brings me to the end of this episode. I hope you now have a good understanding of director's loans, how they arise, how they are taxed and how to avoid them. And I guess the overarching takeaways I want you to have, if you've made it this far into the episode, is that if you're running a company structure, then you need to know the company's money is not personally yours, and that tax will always need to be paid on money taken out of your company. And the most tax effective way for you to take money out of your company is via wages or a bonus or a normal dividend. So next time you go to spend your company's money on something personal, perhaps think again or at least know that there will be unfavorable tax implications on that transaction when you lodge your tax return. If you are unable to pay your company back by the time that return is lodged or when it becomes due, whichever is earliest. Stay educated about business, folks. Do good business and have a wonderful week. I'll catch you next time.